Six coach Joe Missoula there after they fell 3-2 now in the series to the Sixers. It's a call-your-shot Wednesdays. BetMGM players who place a $25 anytime MLB home run prop of at least 10. You get a $10 bonus bet on any MLB game. All you got to do is log into the BetMGM Sportsbook app. You can also go to the website. Either one works. You know how this goes. And you opt into the MLB Call Your Shot Wednesdays. Place a wager either as a pregame or live wager in the amount of at least $25 on any MLB game. Then you get a $10 bonus bet to use on any other MLB game there. And by the way, got to remind you too, we got a new show coming up on the BetQL Network. This Saturday afternoon, catch the debut of the Better Angle from 4 to 7 Eastern. Kate Constable, Cameron Smith, they're going to take you around the numbers, uncover the stories, shape the odds, get in the action as the duo guides you through the fast-paced world of live betting, give you the inside scoop, what to jump on, what you shouldn't jump on. You know how it is. Things are moving all Saturday long, so they're going to get you updated and give you up to the second odds as soon as they pop up. You can watch it on twitch.tv slash BetQL or anywhere on the go, the Odyssey app. Same way you can watch and listen to all of our shows here. There you go. Uh, so, yeah, 3-2 series now with Philadelphia chance to clinch this thing coming up. Sean, it's, this has probably been, out of all the series, I would actually argue, not Warriors-Lakers, but this as the most zigzaggy, hard-to-believe, hard-to-understand, hard-to-read series out of anything in the second round right now. Uh, especially with the fact that James Harden goes from a 40-point game to, like, 12 and just decides that he doesn't want to play much and then all of a sudden goes back and has another monster game. Uh, it's The Sixers have the talent. This may be the time, maybe, where they're actually starting to put it all together. Well, do you see me rolling my eyes time after time every time you bring up the name mm-hmm. James Harden? So last night, yeah. again, coming off a 40-plus game performance, his over-under on BetMGM is 20-and-a-half, right? So he gets to 21, and we all get to cash our tickets and eat steak dinners. And everybody that I knew was playing the overs on that, right? Dude has 17 points going into the fourth quarter, so I'm thinking, all right, he's going to knock down something, right? He's going to knock down a couple of free throws or one of those crossover step-back threes. He has to do something. Well, he didn't. He didn't have any. And then after the show, I'm thinking, all right, no big deal. It happens. That's gambling. And then I look at the box score. Nick, he only took eight shots. He was Eight shots the entire game. Dude, what the – how? And look, I understand that ultimately – he has turned into a winning player. The team is as good, if not better, when he is putting up 17, 19 points a game and he's dropping 13 or 14 dimes. We've seen also that when they don't have Embiid, he can put them on his back. I agree with you, man. It feels like for the first time, I want to say in a long time, but really for the first time since the whole Joel Embiid experiment, when they've had all these top five draft picks, we're talking about seven, eight, nine years, it feels like the whole process has been in the process. I've never bought into it until now. It literally took them being up three games to two on the Boston Celtics. It took James Harden having two plus, 40 plus point games and beat being the MVP and it going back to Philly where I'm finally telling you, I'm a believer also. I think it's finally Philly's time. His points are sit at 20 and a half again, minus 120 to the over, minus 110 under. Here's the thing, though. We talk about Anthony Davis, and I I throw out zigzag for a reason, man. Last game, 17. Game before that, 42. 16, 12, so that kind of ruins it. 45, then 17, then 21 (laughs) against Brooklyn, then 8, then 23. I mean, other than games 2 and 3 when he had 28 combined points between both of those, you've gotten a perfect... I didn't do much last game. I got to step it up this game and go old school James Harden on you. Yeah, and that's why I think that if you're going to play that, it's pretty obvious to play the overs in that one. And I also think that 
unlike we're talking about with like a team like the Knicks, right, playing right now, where we agree that it just feels like they're a little bit cooked. I think a lot of people probably say the same thing about Golden State. It's a little different because they're the reigning champions, right? Like, when you get to this point in the postseason, you got to think, how accomplished are these teams, right? Have they been there before? And it's just – it's very interesting that this is the point that we've gotten to, Nick, where these are the teams that are left. Because, honestly, at the beginning of the postseason – I don't think that there were a lot of people that still thought Miami was going to be hanging around, let alone if they were even going to win the play-in game. I don't think a lot of people thought the Lakers were going to be this deep into the playoffs, even if you know they had won the play-in game. And here we are. So why not the Philadelphia 76ers, right? Like, if we're at some point going to reseed this thing, once we ultimately get to a Final Four, and we're getting pretty damn close here, it feels like Philly... You know, has just as good a chance to win. And I'm talking about for real this time, not, you know, fake Philly fans the last handful of years convincing themselves that this is the year. Like Philadelphia 76ers fans, pull over and turn up your radio. Your team could actually win the championship this year. Do you have more confidence, though, in the Lakers or the Sixers winning a title? If you had to pick one team, confidence meter, who's higher? Man, I'm going to say Philly only because their path to get out of this next round it's a little easier, right? Like, let's say Philly beats Boston, whether it's tomorrow, uh, you know, tomorrow or in seven, and they get out of that one. They look at Miami and go, well, Miami is injured. Miami was limping into the playoffs. They're not supposed to be here, right? Philly's going to be, I don't know how heavy of a favorite to win that series if it ends up being head-to-head against the Heat, but the Lakers, assuming that they keep winning and they play the Nuggets, who are now up a game in that series over the Suns, man, the Nuggets are legit. Even though not a lot of people, like I looked at the the percentage of money that was coming in on BetMGM at the beginning of the playoffs, and you would think that people would just dump their money on the Nuggets, right? Like they're finally healthy, and they've got Jokic, and they're going to have home court advantage. There's a lot of reasons to put your money on that team, and only 13% of bettors that played that ticket, NBA championship, bet on the Nuggets. So people just, for whatever reason, don't have confidence in that team, and the opposite is completely true with the Lakers. Like, if you want to play the Lakers, and I know a lot of people are, don't forget, you got to pay that tax. See, I get I get the path part, and you're right. It's definitely an easier path, in quotes, easier, for yeah. the Sixers. The problem is I don't think the Sixers can beat any team. For, like, I don't think there's any team in the East right now that could beat whoever they play in the finals. I, I just I think it's going to be a team from the West. I, I really do. Even Look, even the Miami Heat. And I think the, I actually bet the Heat to go to the finals. I, I bet them to win the East at like when it was back at plus 650. So not a ton of value. I could have gotten it a lot better earlier. But I was starting to see enough to tell me, okay, like this is the team that's actually been the most consistent to have the highest confidence level in the East given coaching that you have and given the experience yeah. that you have, given Jimmy Butler is there. It's When I look at that, that Heat team, man, they they should not be here right now at all. But there's there is a very good chance that if it's Sixers Heat next round or Celtics Heat next round, that the Heat are coming out of the Eastern Conference. Like for, forget winning the series against the Knicks. I think we're both in agreement there that like that's that's going to happen, barring some crazy injuries or whatever the case is. So I'm already looking ahead to the next series for the Miami Heat. Yeah, in a couple hours. You're right. Probably will be, which is going to be sad. You know what? I'm still going to be happy. My team had a good year this year. I'll take it. But like. The Heat now have much higher expectations, and they've shown that once you get to the playoffs, when you have that experience, it, it, it can make a difference. And Eric Spolstra is running circles as a coach around everybody else. And quite frankly, the, the advantage, the only way, the only way I could go crazy enough to say the Heat winning it all 
over any team in the Western Conference is I go and I look at the coaches there. If Steve Kerr and the Warriors are out, that's the only coach. I think that's a better coach. And when I say better, maybe even just more experienced than Eric Spolstra. Even though Spolstra's coached longer, I mean, we've seen what Kerr's done with the Warriors and the successes that they've had there. That Heat team has a massive advantage because of Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra. And right now, I mean, to reach the fight, you could even, I mean, I'm looking at some of these prices right now. Miami and the Lakers, 10 to 1. Miami and Denver, 9 to 1. Miami and Phoenix, 35 to 1. We know that. And then Golden State, 50 to 1. Now, that would be, that's just something to think about. Warriors come back from 3 1, it juices them up. Heat, Golden State, 50 to 1 in the NBA Finals. Let's go. Well, the Warriors are still getting probably too much love on BetMGM to win the championship. They're 14 to 1 to win the championship. Guess who's also 14 to 1 to win the championship? The Miami Heat, bro. The Heat have the same odds, even though the Heat are up three games to one in their series, and the Warriors are down three games to one. And let's not pretend like the Heat just got to the party, right? Like, let's not pretend like they just showed up with a keg and we're like, yeah, let them in. They've been at two of the last three Eastern Conference Finals. They win one more game. The Miami Heat have been to three of the last four Eastern Conference Finals. That is consistency at its finest, as you point out. It's not like any coaches are that close to Eric Spolstra that are left in the playoffs. He's significantly yeah. better. Like, it, no matter who the Heat play, they've got the better coach. At this point, no matter who the Heat play, the Heat have the better player, at least as it's going right now, in Jimmy Butler. So, I'm with you, man. Not only could they really end up winning this thing, but their odds right now are completely disrespectful. Like, the Heat are 14-1. to 1. In my eyes, they should be half that. And then you've got Golden State, who's 14-1. to 1. They should be 30-1. to 1. Like, I think Golden State is completely screwed. They're down three games to one. They can't win on the road. Even if they win this series, then they still have to go on the road. Then they still have to win the finals. So, it's just crazy to me what these odds are right now. But, yeah, as of right now, the, the favorite to win, according to BetMGM, the championship, that is, the Lakers and the Nuggets, the co-favorites at 3-1. to one. Well, Warriors get the respect the same way the Patriots, when they still had Tom Brady and Bill Belichick together for years, got. Right? Fair I enough. Mean, there's a certain point where you're re- – your resume gives it enough where you say they've still got a shot. I mean, look at the first two games for the Warriors against the Kings. I mean, the Kings just whooped them. The King, and we know how bad the Warriors are on, on the road anyway. But you watch this going, uh-oh, Golden State's in trouble. But wait, it's still Steph. It's still Clay, It's still Steve Kerr. And then they showed that they could flip things around. They won and Boston the road is getting that, that respect, too. I'm sorry to cut you off. The difference with Boston, Boston though, is the coaching the co- – Joe Mazzulla is getting out coached and making some really bad decisions. I mean, this lack of timeouts that the, the, the whole thing with that not calling that timeout the other night was just, I, it was it was an egregiously bad decision. When you're watching them just run down the clock from almost mid court, you just that's when you call a timeout. So we're seeing situational issues for Mazzulla, which makes you have less confidence in the Celtics. If it was Ime Udoka, given where they were last year, I think people would feel a lot better about Boston. They'd probably look a lot better too. We anointed him way too quick. And I'm not saying he's a bad coach, but I'm saying we don't know if he's a good coach yet. They went to the finals last year. They've got Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Let's just let's just take it easy on that guy. Take he's it young. Easy. He's young. But I I think there's take it easy. I think Joe Mazzulla's got a bright future as a head coach, but you're seeing right now some of the inexperience coming in in some really, really high pressure games. Our old pal Chris Miles gonna join us next. Friend of show as always. We'll have him on. I see him making faces as he sits here in the waiting room. I know he's got a few things to say. It's bad MGM tonight.